Hey, hi. Um, <clears throat> hello. My name is Ebony. I'm 13. I live in America. <laughs> no, 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 no. What did you think? This is an Ebony. This is Chastity from Chastity's Corner. Thank you so much for tuning back in to this new episode, and I hope you enjoy. My faith keeps me afloat. You guys see me all happy and smiley, positive and such. And if I'm going to keep it a band of buck and two verses, I accredit all of that to my faith in God. Honestly, y'all, life is not easy at all. And I feel like you need some type of solid foundation to lean on so you literally do not lose your mind. Currently, I live in the house with my mom and nothing is in my name. Like, (laughs) I really only pay for my groceries at school, my clothes, shoes, necessities, my little anemones, gas, however you say that A word. Anyway, I'm in charge of the basic stuff, right? My cell phone bill, car insurance, all that other stuff is in my mama's name. And still, on top of all of that, right? Like, no grave responsibilities for real. Like, I don't have any children, I don't have a house, don't have rent, don't have real, real bills to pay. You know, the basic priorities. I feel like I'm, yeah, like I said, the basic priorities. I've still dealt with some pretty trying things in my young adult life that honestly had me questioning my purpose in being here on this earth. And I feel like plenty of adults feel as though we youth or young adults haven't been through nothing. We ain't gone through nothing in our young lives. And the crazy thing about it is we deal with stuff too. But I'm thankful. And I know my Christian listeners and people of faith who listen, I'm thankful that I have my faith. And I know you guys can probably attest to that too, because without it, I'd be a pretty sad puppy, honestly. In this crazy, cruel, cold world, I'd be, I'd be down bad. Now, me personally, I'm thankful that I know Jesus for myself. Like I said, that whole spiel in the beginning and all that, I'm thankful that I know him because of my parents and that I have my own relationship with me. Because if I didn't, I can't promise that I'd be in church like that. Honestly, I can't. So I'm glad that I know him. And I'm, I'm going to explain that because I want my mom to hear this and, and be texting me and turn off. The, she'd just be mad. No, let me explain what I mean. I say that. I'm glad that I know Jesus for myself and that we have our own relationship because I feel like if I based it off of people, like people in the church, like I said, I can't promise that I would be in church. I feel like church people are some of the most catty, rude, hypocritical, two-faced, clicky people on the face of this earth. Now, not all of them, not all of them, because I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that in the rest of the episode. You got to listen. You got to listen. Don't write me off just yet. You have people in the church that will sing in the choir and then be talking about other people's kids or or serving as an usher and then be just as bitter and, and mean. Like, you're supposed to be smiling when you hold the door open. What is going on? And the wild thing is they think that people are uh, oblivious or maybe they don't care, but people... People notice that. People who are believers and people who aren't believers, they pay attention to that stuff. Now, I go to school in North Carolina, and I joined a church down here. And so about seven or eight, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven or eight months out of the year, I am at a church 
away from the church that I grew up in. And a lot can change within seven to eight months, let alone one month. Plenty of people that I grew up with in the church, they moved or started to go to different campuses and maybe they just stopped going to church altogether, went to different services. It, it was just, you know, people, people go separate ways. And it was definitely weird to say the least to come back to an environment that I was so used to and then it being almost completely different. And then on top of that, the clickiness combined made it hard for me to mesh back into my church home. And my mom would be like, you know, the young adults are doing this. or they're having a Zoom call. There's an event going on at the church. Do you want to go? And after a few tries, honestly, y'all, I was I was over it. I would be like, no, mom, you know, I don't want to go. I just want to stay at home. I want to watch Michael Todd on my computer or Jerry Flowers on the laptop and be all right. Right. I was over it. Now, this is not me putting my church on blast or talking bad about the establishment in and of itself at all. I've got a bomb church and a lot of leaders in the church and just members and members too have molded me and helped to mold me into the young woman that I am today. There are plenty of genuine people in the church that I look up to and that I appreciate, right? (sighs) That still doesn't take away from the people who make church a bad experience, right? Because what about the people who don't have like the new members or the the prospective members who don't have relationships with people in the church. You know, I grew up in the church, so I was able to have that privilege. But there are also people who don't have that privilege, right? And I feel like a lot of people suffer from church hurt and make the executive decision that they're never going back based off of, you know, experiences, one experience, one or two experiences, And I've heard people who are members of churches say, well, if they're there for the right reasons and it don't matter who like them or who don't, or church is about God and it ain't about all that other stuff. But for people, like I was just saying, who haven't grown up in the church, who may not have thick skin for those who just decided, you know, I want to give this a try. I want to try it out. First impressions are everything for them. And so they might not remember what the preacher said, but they almost definitely remember how others in the church made them feel. And I feel like church is a place where people are sometimes the most vulnerable. And I'm not coming back if I don't feel like this is a safe space for me emotionally. Like you could preach to me all day long to you blue in the face about a salvation that will save my life. But if the people there are nasty and rude and don't make me feel welcome, I know that's not their job, but still... I might just say never mind and never come back. You know, some people aren't built to continuously and consciously put themselves in awkward or uncomfortable situations. And yes, yes, being uncomfortable increases opportunities for self-growth, right? But everybody's brain isn't wired like that. Us as Christians, right, or my Christian listeners, you know, I know I have some people who aren't Christian listeners, but anyway, in the Christian faith, we're called to be disciples, right? And our job is to be fishers of men, to bring other people to Christ, right? Now, I feel like in order to do that, you need to do that in love, right? God, God is love. So you're supposed to do it in love. You're not supposed to harass someone into being a Christian. And then your excuse for doing so is, well, you're going to hell if you don't. Like, no, I'm really not going to listen to you. And one of three or all of these three 
three things might happen. Like, I'm probably going to stay away from you. Um, I'm always going to be on the, fin- the defense when I talk to you. And I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. And or I'm going to think that all Christians are like you. And I'm going to probably unconsciously base and compare all of my other interactions off of that one bad one. I feel like you have to have discernment. Like that's a must. And you have to know how to deliver things in love. Now, I'm not saying lie. I'm not saying lie. I'm saying use discretion because there's a way that you go about things. <sighs> Let me get my breath. Okay. There's this Bible verse, right? Let me go ahead and pull it up. Hold on. Where is it? Okay. Actually, not Bible verse. Bible section, right? Matthew 7. Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. And the subheading for this is judging others, right? So I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to read it to you. I'll pay attention, you know. This is the NIV version. I'm quite sure. Do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the plank out of your own eye. Then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Of course, we aren't perfect, but at least be on your stuff, be on your P's and Q's before you try to judge and condemn and cast down or write off other people because non-believers see right through that stuff. Like I was saying, you got to at least be trying to do right and you have to do things out of love. Okay. I think that was my spiel. It was a little, a little venting session and it was kind of personal, you know, dealt with a few things, but it's okay. It's okay. I hope you guys are able to follow this little benching session. And I'm going to call myself out in the next episode, so it's fine. It's not like I'm just pointing the finger and not, no, no, no. I'm going to point the finger at myself in the next episode. So, you know, stay tuned if you want to hear me call myself out. And um, I think that's all I have to say for this episode. Yeah, I'm ready for you guys to hear the next one. Let me know if you guys want to talk about this or if you have any experiences similar. Y'all know I want to have dialogues. I think only one person has reached out to have that. No, two. Two or three. Three. Yeah. So keep it coming, y'all. I love these conversations. Yeah, I really appreciate when you guys give me feedback. So, uh, yeah, I'm signing off now. Goodbye. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Like always, if you have a Black business that you want me to shout out, or if you have a topic that you would like for me to discuss, please reach out to me. My socials are in my description box. Also, my Gmail is there too. Let me know if you want to hear something specific from me. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.